Hi, it's Watercolor with Wendy. Today, I'd like to talk about seven kinds of contrast, which you could also read as types of harmony or opposites, yin-yang, whatever you want to think of it, that you you might want to try to incorporate into your paintings. And if you look at great art, you will probably find these seven elements, although you you will just um, perceive it as harmonious as a whole. You may not be able to name them, but if you look for them, you'll see them. So one of them is obvious, I think, and that would be uh, opposite darks and lights. So we call that values. So contrast and values. Now, remember, all these rules of art can be broken in good ways when you are making breakthroughs in art. So you'll find paintings that have zero contrast and values, but that is used as a tool for another aim, for trying to um, make a different types of, of statement. But basically, you want to start with that concept of you can have dark and light and that will give you the sense of depth and volume and other things. But it's the contrast, the opposites that make it um, active. So what's another one? How about contrast of color? There's several different kinds. One contrast of color would be uh, opposite colors, which you've probably heard of. So if you put green next to red, uh, that will make the color come to life. It'll bring activity to that area. And by the same token, if you put red next to the same uh, value or the same um, hue of red next to it, that will have less impact. And so you can use that for areas of your painting that you don't want the eye to be attracted to. So knowing that what will happen to the eye and the brain of the viewer, um, that if you're looking at something that has high contrast, they will, the eye will go there. Another kind of contrast is hard versus soft lines. And with watercolor, we know we have to determine ahead of time how we're gonna treat that section of the painting. Is it gonna have a hard edge or a soft edge? And you gotta be able to see in your subject matter, is it a hard or a soft line? That takes a little bit of practice because our, our other brain, our left brain takes over and say, well, that's a hard edge because those are two different items next to each other, so it must be a hard edge. Ignoring the fact that because of the conditions of light, those two things blend together visually. So that's another finer point, but we want to usually have a pretty good balance of hard and soft edges in a painting. And you can you know, exaggerate hard and soft edges to create that balance from your subject matter. And that will also give uh, a sense of activity and help you um, direct the eye around the painting. So hard and soft edges. And then another kind of color contrast is you can have muddy colors near bright colors. And this is a wonderful tool for artists, when, especially watercolor, because when you make the, a color that's too muddy and you can't get it off, there's only a couple of ways to remedy that. One of them is if you put, if you have a muddy color and, oh, gee, I wanted that to be a bright pink and it's a little muddy. Well, if you put something more muddy next to it and make it even a contrasting color, uh, such as uh, a muddier uh, green and, and also a um, darker color, and that'll make it look brighter. So it's, it's one of the tricks we, we use, especially in watercolor, where you can't paint over it.
So that would be another kind of contrast, muddy colors versus bright colors. So you can imagine a painting of all muddy colors, which often happens in watercolor, because people don't understand how three primaries will make a muddy color and they accidentally make everything a bit muddy or their brush is dirty or whatever. Um, versus, uh, so you'd have a muddy painting. Now again, I'm gonna refer to on purpose, sometimes you do that for an emotional impact. But generally speaking, we, we want to start with the idea of contrasting muddy versus bright colors. And also, if you could imagine of a psychedelic bright colored painting with no contrast of uh, coordinating muddy colors near it to create lines of vision and impact, then um, that would be too much, too bright. And again, you can break that rule. There are many paintings that are all psychedelic colors, and that's done for a different reason, for to get an emotional impact or a story across. So let's keep going, and we have um, uh, the idea of different size uh, shapes. There is a tendency of the left brain to make repeated shapes. So we have, let's say, three flowers, and they're all kind of the same size. And with this idea of contrast, you might want to think about making one bigger and one smaller for contrast. And that is more organic, because in nature, things don't line up that way, the way they do on a computer-generated image. They are always organically different shapes. And shape, again, we can have uh, more geometric shapes versus uh, more organic shapes. So that's why you often see a painting that has a man-made object in the middle that, for contrast, it's like a barn in the middle of, of a, a field so that we have these straight lines of the barn versus the organic lines of the trees around it and, or the cows, which are also organic lines. So the contrast of um, straight lines, geometric lines, and when you're doing a cityscape, for example, you, you want to think about putting in humans or trees or clouds for contrast to the straight lines, because it, it helps emphasize whatever you're trying to emphasize, depending on the message you're getting across. Um, and that will help your, it will, the contrast will help emphasize what you're trying to emphasize, whether it's the overwhelming straight lines of the buildings versus um, the organic, the smaller organic elements, or the other way around. So you're using your contrast to help deliver your story or your message. So another kind of transition, uh, another kind of contrast rather is a transition. So transitions by that I mean you're going from one color to another or one value to another or both. So you can go very slowly, like, oh, this color is dark, and then it slowly gets light over to the left, or quickly. So the color goes quickly from red to blue or dark to light. And you want to have a variety of transitions in your painting, and that will create more, um, more dialogue, let's say, in your painting of what you're, what you're the story that you're telling us. Some, some of the times the story that you're telling, you're not sure what it is because it's developing as you do the painting. But if you keep referring to these different types of contrast for tool as tools for the visual impact, then that will help. And it'll also get you off thinking about too much about um, uh, either trying too hard to get a message across of, oh, this is going to be about 
gloomy and deaf. If you're thinking too much about that and you're not using your tools, it'll just kind of be a big mess. Or the other problem is if you're too concentrated on the subject itself, then you're not going to be able to interpret the subject to have a new uh, meaning created around the subject. You're going to have just a, a photographic image. So use your tools of contrast and that will create harmony and a dialogue in your painting that will help you get your thoughts and message across and make something new and original in the world. That's it for today.